Okay, some people are watching. Hey, it's turned on. Hey, everybody, it's day uh, Lent, day nine. It is on. It's on. Thanks, Brad. So, people are watching. People are replying. It's actually happening. Oh, awesome. So, I'm Hi, Brad. Ho- <laughs> That's Justin, <laughs> not Jason. And uh, this is the uh, Acme Comedy Company's No Laugh Track podcast. I know that I said that, but then this is the problem. This is the problem with uh, Facebook Live. It's because people don't watch until you're already rolling, so then you wind up repeating yourself. True. Yourselves. You turn into two people when you do <laughs> Facebook Live. There's not just me. There's also this. It's on, and you're supposed to be working. Hey, Scott, thank you for not working right now. And tell your boss. Tell your boss. Well, don't tell your boss. Don't tell your boss. That's the simple secret to not working. Don't tell your boss you're not working. Am I right? Yeah. What was his name? Scott? His name was Scott, yeah. Does, is Scott watching like on his phone or on the computer where somebody can actually look over his shoulder and we, see it? We can't know all of those things. No? I mean, he could answer me, but then, I, I mean, I'm looking at the thing. Uh, yes, I. hey, Mike, I'm happy to help you through tax season. There's one guy that has watched all of these in real time, and it's slightly spooky <laughs> because he's, he's, he's there. I don't think he has a boss. I think he's self-employed. Sounds like it. Yeah. Anyway, we're in the Acme Comedy Company. You can see this is the, this is what the this is what the showroom looks like when no one's in it with all the lights on. This is hope they don't vacuum during the podcast, do they? Nope, that's already been done. I'm sure. Great. No laugh track episode two forty with Jake Johansson. Is that that's right? Is that right? That is right. That's Eric. Oh, is he? Yeah. Nice. He, he's spying on us. Uh huh. So now most of the people who are watching this are in this room. <laughs> so that's. That's great. I mean, it's a win. It's kind of a win. Um, so do you want to – we could just start the podcast and sure. let this roll a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. And then uh, and then people can download the podcast. I'm going to uh, – Minneapolis, my hometown, Brad, Brad Johnson. All right. So I'm going to shut up, J- Justin, while you start the podcast. Sure. And then uh, – and then we'll let this roll for a couple minutes. And I, I love that idea. Okay, I love that idea. All right, we're we're good to go. All right, perfect. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the intro here. We can throw that in later, and let's just really get rolling here. Okay. But you said it. This is episode uh, 140 of No Laugh Track Podcast, and we are here on the stage. And yeah. yes, what and uh, where do I start? Should we start real hard hitting, or should we take it really easy here? Oh, it's gonna be hard hitting. <laughs> no. Oh that would God. be a first. <laughs> that would be an absolute first. Uh, no, let's start by that. I today's Thursday, and I was at the show last night. I want to talk about the fun I had at Thank your you. show last night. Thank you for coming to the show last night. Mm-hmm. Of course, he gets in free. You don't? No. no. Yes, I did. Well, get yeah, in free. he got in free. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's not. I did, that wasn't important. Now that was me being mean. That was mean. <laughs> I'm glad that you came to the show, and I enjoyed the show last night. Did you? I absolutely did. I absolutely did. I brought uh, I brought along. Normally, I bring my wife. Um, normally, she, normally, she had a massage scheduled that got in the way of coming to come see some uh, comedy at Acme. So I brought two of my friends, and one of them I was briefly telling you before we started recording has been telling me for years that he's a big jo- Jake Johansson fan, and every year I try to get him out here, and he's got other plans. Finally, he came with me last night. But here's the thing. He, he's you're his favorite comic, but had never seen you live, only on television. You know, this is a this is a hurdle that I'm trying to get over because I <laughs> I don't I don't really um, I, I like that people are watching me on television. I like that people are fans of mine, but 
I want them to come see me live. I feel like live comedy is way better than TV comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's not, quite, it's not quite as good as being interviewed on Facebook Live, though. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it's just a whole other level of experience. But anyway, he came to the show, and then, and then did he enjoy it? He did. Because even though I'm his favorite comedian, he did not come and say hello afterwards. <laughs> he did not. We, uh, we, we were at the show, and then it, uh, I did the veteran move of when the headliner is done, then the MC comes back out to kind of say goodbye. Yes. And most people sit in their seats and wait for the, you know, hey, thanks for coming. As a veteran move that I pull, I, to hit the bathroom, normally I'm about ready to, you know, I've had a couple beers during the show. Uh-huh. So as soon as you hit, leave the stage, I leave the theater. I right. leave the comedy club to be first in line at the bathroom. Well, that's what, that's what veterans who pay their tab or don't have a tab, you know, some people can't leave because they still have to pay. Oh, yeah, ours was, ours was zeroed you out. Took care of your we, business. Yep, my buddies paid for the beers. Also, a funny fact, a fun fact about the Acme Comedy, Comedy Company is that they have less, they're grandfathered in on, on the amount of bathrooms that they have, which means. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that if they <laughs> built this place now, they would have to have more bathrooms than they have. You're right. And yeah. The reason for that is. I don't know if they. I don't know how the equation works of how much beer you drink and and how long the comedy show is and how uh-huh. many people have to go at the same time. But there can be a little bit of a logjam, no pun intended. Ooh, that's a poop pun. <laughs> uh, there can be a little bit of a logjam in the bathroom, and so absolutely, that's why you need to kind of take that action. Yeah. So then we, have, you know, everybody finished their business in there, and then I asked my. You were standing out like you like a lot of people do. Uh, the performers will go and stand and kind of greet people as they're leaving. You yes. were standing out there. I greet people. I'm a greeter, and I'll tell. I'll take. If people want to take a picture, I'll, that's another thing that I'll do. That, but I'm, I'm sort of like the reason that I'm standing out there, the excuse that I have for standing there, just so I don't seem like a creeper, <laughs> like a stalker. Like it, it's weird, though, if the comedian is stalking the fan. Usually it's the other way around. But I'm, I've got DVDs and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. if people want that, they can get that. But I'm mostly standing out there to say hi, to create a, like, this is why you left your house. I'm a person. You're a person. And here we are in the same place. Exactly. People. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, Tim, my friend's name's Tim. I said, Tim, do you want to go meet Jake? Uh-huh. And he looked over and saw you standing there and said, that's not my thing. Meeting people is not his thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure it. what it was. I get it. Well, some Maybe he's have... meeting famous people that he admires. Yeah I, uh, yeah, I don't feel like I... Anyway, that's sweet. Yeah, I should just own that. But... Uh... I, I, I sort of get that. I, I sometimes am at the airport and I'll see someone who's kind of famous that I want to talk to. Like I saw, I was on a plane one time that I'm positive Dwayne Johnson was on the plane. Oh, wow. In first class. This would be, you know, 10 years ago. But I was still a fan of his at that time. He was he, still The Rock 10 years not, ago. He, he'll always be The Rock mm-hmm. to me. He'll be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But I call him Dwayne Johnson now because <laughs> I think that's what he wants. Um, and I like him. But I could, and we're standing up, getting our bags. I had gotten upgraded to first class, so we were. I was right standing next to him. But I couldn't bring myself to say hello because he kind of had a hat on. It seemed like he was incognito. Who knows? It might not just. It just. It might have just been a guy who looked like him. So, you don't want to make that mistake. Well, I don't think people mind if you say, "Hey, are you so and so?" And that person is an attractive person. But uh, now you, you'd have to think of a. Think of someone who's not an attractive person and then say to that person, hey, are you this guy? Yeah. I go, no, I'm not that guy. 
Come on, that guy's not a good-looking guy. I loved you in Reservoir Dogs, Steve Buscemi. Oh, it's weird that you thought of Steve Buscemi because I feel like he's idiosyncratic, but I don't think he's unhandsome. No. No. Maybe I'm sucking up a little you bit know, Steve Buscemi. It's the eyes. He's, he's uh, very unique in those eyes, yeah, the Steve Buscemi crazy. eyes. Look, I'm a guy with crazy eyes. I get that. Um, so, look, I'm going to turn off the Facebook Live now. Oh, okay. Because, because it's starting to feel a little bit like... Uh, distracting to me okay i want to focus on the no laugh track podcast which you can download from your pod machine later today your place so hey am i don rickles uh that's a funny one hey are you don rickles to say to somebody someone that's what someone ah nice uh, i like that now maybe i don't want to turn off the Facebook <laughs> all right <laughs> he is unhandsome see i've just created a new word unhandsome all right you handsome <laughs> handsome viewers thank you for viewing it's day nine of lent whatever you're giving up i support that i'm trying to do this um and i've signed up for a cleanse i'm going to do a cleanse you know in a week and a half i'm going to be so that's the thing i'm going to be giving up some things while i do that cleanse so let's i I know you're looking forward to that (laughs) i'm not doing a facebook live from the toilet i'm not i I promised this was gilligan's island it would be cut to me in the toilet facebook live all right (laughs) All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, you can see the rest of this conversation on the thing. There okay. you go. You're doing a cleanse? Yeah, I am doing a cleanse. I'm trying – well, for right now, I'm trying to turn this thing off. I'm Jewish, no Lent. I know. I'm not I'm not a Lentier. A Lentier. I'm not a Catholic. I was on the radio last week in Denver, and uh, the oh, – did you just turn that light off? It was burning. It was shining straight into the camera. I thought you needed it on. <laughs> no. Oh. So I, it was okay. Um, anyway, yeah. So I was on the radio in Denver, and the, they go to commercial, and the guy's talking about this cleanse, and one of the guys behind the counter lost 100 and something pounds, and I was asking about it. And he says, yeah, it's a couple of shakes and then some enzyme things that you drink, and then you eat a meal also during the day. And I said, well, it sounds like you're just restricting your calories. And he said, yeah, sort of, except that, 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 it, uh, that it also kind of flushes you out and you feel better. And so I said, oh, that, that's kind of interesting. And he said, yeah, I really like it. I think it's great. And I recommended it to my wife. And I said, well, I don't have to lose that much weight. But, uh, I mean, I've got, I lost some weight, I was telling you earlier. Mm-hmm. And now I, uh, maybe I could lose another eight pounds or something. And he goes, well, I'll hook you up with it. So he hooked me up with it. They're sending it to me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. All that just sounds painful. I don't think it's that painful. Yeah, it's, a, it's an adapter that you put in your mouth, and then you attach to a garden hose. You turn it on full blast, <laughs> and you just have to be on the toilet or outdoors, and uh, boom. After about a half an hour, you're set. Cover the uh, floor in plastic. Everybody's fine. Yeah, no, don't do it indoors. It's not recommended. <laughs> no. no. My, uh, I want to go back to my, um, I want to talk about last night a little bit more. My friends, uh, the number one question that they had that they wouldn't come over with me to ask you uh-huh. is uh, they were convinced that, and I don't even know if I want you to answer, I'm going to ask this, I don't even know if I want you to answer it because my reply to them was, you know, what you're doing is sort of like asking a magician for the, you know, like, how did you do that? And then when you know, then it kind of ruins it. But what well, I'm that's get- true about magic tricks. Yes. 
Uh, and what you do up here is magic, Jake. Well, look, I would liken it to both magic and hypnosis. And the way I would liken it to magic, I would say, look, when you go see a magic show, you know that the guy is doing magic tricks. You just don't know how he's doing them. Mm -hmm. But when you go see a comedy show, the magic is that it feels conversational and spontaneous. But the reality is that's one guy talking for an hour. So it's not – that's not a – that's a, that'd be a weird conversation. Like, if you and I started a conversation and all at once you realize, like, geez, I haven't talked for an hour. That's kind of weird that he, Jake, just keeps talking. So <laughs> And goodbye. So that's a little bit of a magic trick that it seems conversational even though it's only me talking. And it's also a little bit of a magic trick that it seems spontaneous. And part of it is spontaneous. And, I mean, then that's the, that's the performance aspect of it. I mean, if you're performing a play... It's meant to seem like you're talking to someone else who's in the play, and it's meant to be real. Mm-hmm. This is like that, except I'm talking to the audience, and it's meant to seem real. And it is real. Mm-hmm. To me, it's real. I'm really talking to these real people, and how they respond affects what I'm going to say next. Okay. But what was their question? It was They were convinced that you were working a lot of the stuff out and adding things and switching it. During, like in, right during the performance, a little bit of that is happening because I'm 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 sorting out some new stuff, and so okay. a little bit of that is happening. Oh, it is. Hopefully, they didn't feel like it was that was bad. No, 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 no. That's not the impression that was the I thing got. That they liked about it. Yes, that no, okay. it, it, completely. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I, oh, I, he's so good. He's can he's doing it right in front of us. It I was that. Well, I always like to feel. You want to even if even if you're doing something that you've done a bunch of times and you know exactly how. It goes. You you like to. I like. One likes. I like. Even if I'm doing. Let's change some of the pronouns around and try that again. <laughs> even if I'm doing something that I've done many times, now I'm doing it for this audience, and so I like to feel like I'm open to the moment of the opportunity if, to to let other ideas come in and. And affect what's going on. Okay. Now there, there's other comics who aren't into that. You know that that feel like, look, you get it perfect, and then you do it that same way every time. It's like a figure skating routine. Yeah. But it's not like a figure skating routine to me. <laughs> to me, it's not. To them, it is. Maybe to me, it's not. I got that. I get that. All right. And maybe that's why those people have their own TV shows, and I am doing a podcast the comedy club. <laughs> but in the basement, I hope they're happy because I am happy. <laughs> Good. I, too, am happy. It, it works out well, because you're here, I'm here. It's good. Oh, no, this is a win. Mm-hmm. This is a huge win for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. If I had known that there was a coffee place upstairs now instead of the one that I walked to <laughs> that was about four blocks away from here, and then I had to come four blocks back, because to me it's cold outside. I get that it's not cold, but to me it's cold. It's cold. Yeah. I haven't okay. taken my stocking cap off. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the 30s. It's in the 30s. I, I thought it was in the I thought it was down in the 20s. Maybe that was earlier. Mm, it might have been. There's guys working outside across the street from here. Those are As, men, Jake. Yeah, those are men. Those are men. <laughs> those are guys. When I say guys, I mean men. I mean do not mess with those guys, men. Yeah. Because they're on top of a building. It's only one story, It's but it's tall. It's tall enough. Mm-hmm. They're up in the wind, in the wind sky yeah. all day mm-hmm. in their outdoor big boy clothes, lifting things up. Their skin's drying out. <laughs> I'm yes. gonna use up all the lotion I brought with me, and I'll be into the hotel lotion before I go. And that container at the hotel is probably very small. You can go through that. It in, is small. In it one is small. session. 
and then I'm going straight from here down to this tour of the south where who knows what the hotels are going to be like down there if they'll even have lotion. Some hotels don't even have lotion in the hotel room. I, I, that's, they should just shut those hotels down. Well, or they should just get some lotion. I saw, yeah, you're, so you're here you know, doing the typical Acme week, Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, Wednesday. I didn't do a show. Oh, you didn't do Tuesday. I arrived on Tuesday, but oh, I didn't do Tuesday. Oh, see, good Usually, thing I didn't show up to come see you Tuesday. Yeah, well, you was you would have seen a fine show. The shows here at Acme Comedy sure. Company oh, are. Hey, you don't need to tell me. Yeah, just I not Jake. Uh, but yeah, I saw that. The, um, after this, you're kind of doing like one night jumping doing around, a one night tour of the South. I'm yeah, going to Charlotte and Atlanta and Birmingham, Huntsville and uh, Nashville. Those are in different states: <laughs> North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. Do you have a preference? I mean, that's. It, of those states? <laughs> yeah. Could you please Which rank one of those, those states? states? Is my favorite state. In livability, rank of those. them in livability, and then as uh, food, and then no. Let me tell you about those states. My parents live in North Carolina. Oh. And uh, Atlanta is in Georgia. Yes. And, that, and I'm going to Atlanta, and that Atlanta is like the Hollywood of the South. Maybe you would think. Well, just because CNN it started oh, okay. out there in Ted sure. Turner. Sure. Ted Turner. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, Birmingham, of course, big civil rights movement uh, got started there. Heard of that? In a proud, not not in a like. It's a weird thing for the city to be proud of that this is where we turn the fire hoses on the people and the dogs. But mm. uh, yeah, so that's uh, Alabama. Alabama <laughs> famous for that. I think all that stuff is over, and I'm looking forward to some fine shows with some open-minded people. There you go. Um, Huntsville is where the Space and Rocketry Museum is. And I okay. went there when I was a kid. Yeah, they've got a they've got a Saturn V rocket laying on its side at the at the Space and Rocketry Museum there. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have time to do that because I'm going to be leaving there to go to Nashville after that, which is the Hollywood music Hollywood. It's like the country music Hollywoods of of country music. Yeah. And it's a living history museum of bad haircuts. Or or <laughs> let's just say haircuts that not everybody is proponents of right now. <laughs> like when you go to Nashville, you can see some hairdos that people, they just picked it and they just haven't come off of it. Yeah. You know, the mullet, the blow dry, feathered back, mullet, helmety, like men, men's haircuts, I oh. should say. Not, not, not ladies' haircuts. There's a, there's a broad spectrum of men's haircuts going on. I don't think I knew Nashville. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth a visit. <laughs> it's definitely worth a visit. They got a replica of the Parthenon there. Oh wow! Yeah, which is from Greece. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what kind of listeners you got to this thing, and we're already off the Facebook Live. I'm just a little disappointed now. <laughs> I, no, I'm curious. Uh, like you know, just taking up residency in a, uh, for a week in a, uh, in a city like Minneapolis versus hopping around one town to the next, getting up, traveling again, getting up, traveling again. I don't know what it's going to be like. I think that's more the traditional what people think of when they say, you know, oh, you're touring, you're on the road. That's what people think is going on. And, and I just don't have that experience. I think you have that experience often when you get to when if you're doing theaters you know you you're just doing basically the same amount of people that will come and see me in acme but over four nights six shows will come to one show and then you go to the next town and do a theater sure. and where that same amount of people come see you so i haven't uh, i haven't done that many theater gigs in my career few mm-hmm. few 
so this will be this will be an interesting experience to go to a different city every night. I think it's going to be a little bit exhausting. I'm going with a friend of mine, Jeff Tate. Oh yeah, he's a very funny guy, and it's going to be a fun show. Um, and so we'll be hanging out. So I'm look I'm looking forward to that. But to to get to a place, unpack your bag, do a show, pack your bag, get up, drive four hours, unpack your bag, yeah. do a show. Yeah, that's going to be that. I'm. I'm, and then I'm flying home on St. Patrick's Day, so that's going to be. Um, I'm not going out. I'm not. I don't. I'm not a big St. Patrick's Day goer outer. Are you? No. Yeah. Nope. Uh, I'm not Irish. Are you Irish? You don't have to be. I no, know I'm you not. don't have to be. No, I'm not. St. Paul. I'm a. I grew up born and raised in St. Paul, and they have a big uh, St. Patrick's Day parade Do in St. Paul. Yes, mm-hmm. and then everybody bar hops all day, and it gets pretty out of hand. Well, that's the way. There's a Irish bar four blocks from my house and there'll be people at six in the morning lined up outside waiting to go in Mm -hmm. because it's full drinking no i have plans uh for saint patrick's day this year i'll be working at a uh, miranda lambert concert Mm -hmm. in saint paul who's miranda lambert (laughs) and uh why what are you gonna do i sell uh, it's one of my jobs i sell uh beers at the xl energy center with a wild play Uh uh-huh and the Wild uh, will not be there that day. Because the Wild they, are... The hockey team. The hockey team. Yes. The Timberwolves are the basketball team. Yep. They play in Minneapolis. And the Twins are the baseball team. Minneapolis as well. And the Wild. St. Paul. hockey team. Hockey. And they're in St. Paul. Yep. But people from Minneapolis are welcome. Absolutely. They're the Twin Cities, but they, they're... They're uh, paternal, not um, identical. <laughs> I've never heard that <laughs> said that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That should be on bumper stickers here. Yeah, well, there you go. I, I like that. You're welcome, Twin Cities. You, you don't know who Miranda Lambert is? I, I love that. No, no, I don't. I mean, is she a singer? Comed- stand-up. Oh, she's a No, comedian. she's not a stand-up. Okay, good. Country singer. That's nice. That's nice that I didn't not know a famous comedian. <laughs> I'm glad that that... I, although I'm sure there are famous comedians that I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm, and I'm sure there are famous comedians who don't know me. So there. Now we're not really even. But uh, anyway, Miranda Lambert, yeah. country singer. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the country stars. I have to say, mm. as uh, there there have been peep country music artists who I have enjoyed in the past, but I never just went deep on it. No, me, me neither. My mm. wife is a country fan, so I've... You know, you, you you pick things up just because it's, it's around. Stories. It's stories and happiness. There's a lot of songs about drinking and dancing and enjoying your relationship with your lady man. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm, I like all those things. I was listening back to the uh, last time you were on No Laugh Track, which was just a little over a year ago. And yes. one of the things you mentioned is going to New Orleans to see the Jazz Festival. Last year, you were going to miss it. I Did you go it. this year? I missed it last year because I was in my, uh, uh, Melbourne, Australia, for the Comedy Festival. For yeah. six, I was there for six weeks. And I did go to New Orleans later in the year for f- four or five nights. Okay. As part, I did a corporate gig, and then I stayed for a few extra days. But I am going to be back in New Orleans this year. And then next year, I'm going back to Australia, and then I don't know what my plan. I want to be able to do this Australian Comedy Festival in Melbourne because I really enjoyed it. You did? And, uh, yeah. And it's not a, it, it's a artistic satisfaction and a connection with, with a different audience thing. It's not a, 
It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. I'm done with the get-rich-quick schemes. I'm done with... I'm not all about money now. I'm okay. About, I'm, like, I'm like millennials. I'm a little more about ex- the experience. I'm looking for experiences. Okay. And so I'm, I've, I've just... I'm not saying that I'm not materialistic because I still have material possessions. I'm, I'm not just going around doing my comedy shows in a diaper. Uh, it seems like I'm making it up, but these I have a lot of different clothes. You buy coffee instead of get the free stuff at the club? Uh-huh. I bought this coffee. Well, you know, I thought I would come down with a nice cup of coffee, which is okay. I've been trying to drink more black coffee because I've got this cleanse, and they, they told me with the cleanse, one of the things is you don't want to do dairy. Oh. I know. It it's, gets to be like it's – this isn't really just a cleanse. It's you're just a diet. You're giving me some kind of shake that you're telling me that's magic, but what's really magic is you're getting me to give yeah, up all, all the other things, things you're like. doing or not and doing. you're restricting me to you know 1,200 calories a day. Of course I'm going to lose weight and feel lighter because I'm starving. Yeah, right. You know? But you drink a lot of water, so you pee a lot. I love peeing. I mean, don't you? <laughs> Uh, absolutely. I do. Do you ever have that when you're uh, sleeping and, like, you want to stay in bed, but that feeling of the full bladder mm-hmm. and it just yes. finally gets to you? You're you like, oh, I, I can't. You I, gotta, gotta I have to go now. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time, but I remember being a kid. Not, I've never peed in bed, but I have been a kid outside in the freezing cold. And you're just having so much fun, and you don't want to go home to go to the bathroom because you got to go all the way home, and then take off all your stuff and go to the bathroom and then get back to where your friends are playing. So you think, "What? I'll just pee. I'll just pee in my pants," you know. <laughs> and then I feel—I don't know how many times I did that. It wasn't more than five, and I—I I wish I could say it was only once, but I think I probably did that more than once because when you're doing it, when you're pee- when it's freezing cold and you just you can't go home and you just go like, "I gotta pee. I can't." Can't yeah. not pee for any longer, and so you pee your pants. At first, it's great because you're warm. Oh yeah, and then that liquid gets cold, and it conducts heat in from the outside, and it turns into a big mistake. There's also uh, if you're listening to this while you're outdoor. Let's say you're on the top of a building across the street from the comedy club, helping them build some luxury condos, and you're thinking, God, I don't want to go down to the porta potty thing. I'm just going to pee in my work pants. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you're a grown-up and you haven't peed your pants. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that everybody listening has tried that when they were a kid and, and realized the same thing that I did, that it's a bad idea. And I apologize. My phone just made some noise because um, it was still on from – I'm turning it off now. It's in an airplane mode. Uh, well, one final comment on that is also that there tends to be more than you thought there was going to be in the, in the bladder. You might think it's just like a few ounces – yeah, if you think you're, it's yeah, it's always like a venti. <laughs> it's always a venti. grande. Yeah, you think in venti or grande? If you have to go so bad that you can't hold it anymore, I think we're talking a venti. You know, if you just are first feeling like I might have to pee later, maybe I'll just go and do this now. You might be talking about a tall, but uh-huh. uh, but yeah. It's more than you think. Absolutely. I'm glad we talked. I'm glad we had this chat. Me too. Mm-hmm. I want to mention that uh, uh, the two funny people you were working with last night, Trevor Anderson and Linda Ahrens. Yes, they are funny. They're very people. funny. And they're here all this weekend. Yep. It's people. I don't know when this comes out. Today, today? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To go along with the Facebook Live. Those people are waiting Yeah, right they're now. chomping at the bit. Yeah, absolutely. I learned there's a uh, – last night from Trevor being on stage, I learned that when he was talking to the crowd briefly that there's a town in Wisconsin called Dickieville. 
Yeah, I wondered if he made that up. But I think a lot of towns have that problem of, you know, I, I don't think when people name these places, they're in the middle of nowhere and it's freezing cold mm-hmm. and there's insects and they're just trying to survive and they go, well, we got to name this place. And they go, what's your name? All right, Dickieville. That's what we're calling yeah, yeah. this. And they didn't kind of get that this is going to be hundreds of years from now. People are going to look at a map and say it out loud in a room full of people at a nightclub. There wasn't even electricity. Forget about nightclubs when they named Dickieville. And who knows if Dick and penis were the same, were like a synonym. of Who knows if that was a slang for penis. Right. You, know, I'm, I de- you wouldn't call it Winky Town, right? I mean, no. it's still, but it's surprising. People are still naming their kids Dick. So. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I found out. Uh, um, do you know why people that are called Richard uh, sometimes are called Dick? Since because Dick is not a shortened uh, of Richard. I mean, Rick can be. Do you know yeah. why? Dickard. If if it was Dick, if it was Dickard, if that <laughs> Dickard. was their name and they just changed it to Dick, I would get it. But yeah, I see what you're saying. No, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I I read once, and I think I have this right. It's just because it sounded because just because they sound similar. Because Rick, because Richard turned into Rick, Dick, it just because it sounds close. Rich? It's that simple. Rich, Dick, Richard? Yeah. Rick, Dick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, then what about uh, John turns into Jack? I don't get the point of that. Like oh. John Kennedy, they called him Jack? What? What? I don't get that. I st- you- Jonathan John, right? You did that? I, I, can, I was 16, I think. It stands out to me. Like, I was a teenager when I found out that... Jack Kennedy was his name was John or vice versa. And I'm like, there's no, no, it's not. Those Do you think aren't... it was because his wife name name was Jackie Jacqueline. Jack, I think it's Jack. Jack Jacqueline. Yeah, I don't know for sure about the Jacqueline, <laughs> but I do know Jackie. Yeah, he was married to Jackie. That's right. It was Jack and Jackie. They made a movie. It sounds like a kid's movie. It sounds like a kid's book. Jack and Jackie. Up up the hill. Yeah, <laughs> or something. Or they got to you know, their mom needs flowers, and so they got to go to. The, place but they don't get flowers because they've also got candy so they come home with a bunch of candy and their mom goes i sent you for flowers jack you were supposed to keep an eye on jackie <laughs> children's book absolutely yeah is that uh is it that contraption that you were using to broadcast the facebook live is that in um at the top of that look like the and i'm reason i'm bringing this up is because you kind of mentioned it on stage last night the amazon echo is that a version of the That's Echo? That's not an Amazon Echo. That's a thing called a Mevo. Okay. M-E-V-O. Okay. And when you look at it, when you watch the video, you will see that uh, what it does is it takes a big giant image and then it cuts out smaller images. So it has an automatic mode. When you watch it, it'll look like a multiple camera shoot because there'll be a tight shot of you and then a tight shot of me and then a wide shot of both of us. And oh, wow. It can do that automatically. If you've been watching, some of my Facebook Lives have been on that. There's been a little bit of a – the firmware needed updating, and now I'm back in business with this thing because it was off for the past couple of nights. Oh, okay. But now it's, now it's on again. So, yeah, it's a Mevo camera. All right. I'm not receiving any money from them, and the camera was not cheap, but I'm ready for them to help out a little bit with some of my – I want to shoot a special where I've got just a couple of these out in the audience, and I let them do their thing. Well, it kind of seems like it's taking jobs away from people. but Oh, yeah. Well, look, this is the thing. It's not Mexicans that are going to steal our jobs. And I said this last night. Are you setting me up? It's <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it's robots. Robots are stealing our jobs. Have you seen all those assembly line photos that, that they're tweeting to Donald Trump about? Like, these are the... 
I get that all these immigrants look the same, but they don't. I don't think they're immigrants, and they're robots. They're robots building cars. That's the problem. <laughs> robots are building our cars. They're going to be cleaning our houses pretty soon. When robots start eating our food, then we're really in trouble. <laughs> when robots start doing cleanses, yeah. Well, have you ever had a colonic? N- no. Yeah, that's no. a little bit like what I was describing before with the. Hose attachment, except it goes up the down right. thing, and they can turn it from hello to goodbye to hello to goodbye. Uh-huh. It's not, yeah, it's a oncer, as my wife says. That was a oncer. I did that once. Yeah, just goodbye. And that was enough for the cleanse, no. for, for the colonoscopy. Col- no, colonoscopy I've done a couple of times. This is confusing. Colonic. Did I say colonic the first you time? You did. Yeah, colonic is the rinse, the butt rinsing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't recommend they act as though i don't doctors don't recommend that that's something you do to like come on do they When you get a colonic when you get a colonic which is or no i got it backwards again when you get a colonoscopy which is they put the camera up your butt before they do that you have to take laxatives and switch to a liquid diet for a couple days so you flush out your system so that's what the colonic is also designed you're rinsing out your butt but you could just do the do the prep for the colonoscopy and you're going to be cleaned out and then you're also getting a colonoscopy. You don't have to get a colonoscopy until you're 50 years old, according, unless you're in a high-risk group. Look, I'm not a doctor. If you're getting your medical advice from this podcast, you're, you've already made a mistake that is so big that I can't help you out of it. No. But uh, the colon is the least of you your don't troubles. Need a, you don't need a colonic, in my opinion, you don't, okay. in my opinion. But if, if that's who you are, if you're uh, braiding your armpit hair and going – Doing some vegan yoga on top of a butte in Utah, getting your colonics from your colonicizer or whoever your person is who gives you that. God bless you. Enjoy yourself, and I'll see you in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> colonicizer? That's not a yeah, word. Yeah, that's not a word. No, I made that up. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, I wanted to. I want to share. Um, my house just received one of those Amazon Echoes. Oh, you got that for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that on la- last night on stage, and I had to laugh. Why did you get that? It, I, I, I don't even. It was a gift, so let's say that it was a gift. I, we did not pay for it. It was a gift that my wife picked out, and I still don't. I don't know what it is supposed to do, really. Well, you could. It's like Siri on your Apple device, where you can ask it questions. But why? But half the time, you say ask a question it goes this is what i looked up on the internet it's like well i can look stuff up on the internet if you can't you know like here look at the screen and see what i looked up no you tell me tell me the answer we've had a little bit of fun with it because you can have it repeat what you mm-hmm. say you can uh-huh. tell it simon says yeah you literally say simon says and then it'll repeat what you say i can do that with uh, siri let's uh let's ask a question quick i just turned the phone back on this okay yeah Siri, Siri, why would a person get a colonic? Let me have a look. Okay, I found this on the web for why would a person get a colonic. See? What good is that? I could have looked that up. (laughs) You changed the uh, accent of Siri on your phone. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I love that. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? (laughs) 
My, I changed the navigation to a British guy on my phone. Yeah, I think that's a British lady. Yeah, I love that. I just like it. It uh-huh. feels like I'm cheating on my wife a little bit. <laughs> kind of, she has an accent because she's from New Zealand. Right. So she would be, well, I don't think she would be mad if I cha- because I changed Siri to a British lady. But yeah, I just like, I like that better. I love it. I like that better. Now, the Echo, and now this is also is no commercial for that Echo because I don't even, like I said, I don't understand the whole purpose of it really. But you can also ask it knock-knock jokes. Can, can British Siri do knock-knock jokes? Well, I'm not sure. Let me, let, first of all, Siri, what is Amazon Echo? Here's some information. Oh. Oh, and then she just showed it to yeah, you. Yeah, she just showed Doesn't it. Doesn't want, yeah. To, yeah. She's what too uh, stuck up to read it, or what's going on there? Siri, tell me a knock knock joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Jake. Jake who? Jake. I don't do knock knock jokes. Oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Only because she knew your name. It was, it was a little bit shirty, as they say. <laughs> shirty? In Britain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our, the Amazon Echo has been telling us knock-knock jokes, and half of them, we all look at each other and go, where's the punchline? Let's try this one. Knock-knock. Knock-knock. Who's there? Jake. Jake who? Jake. I don't do knock-knock jokes. Wow. Whoa! Even even if I'm trying to tell her a knock-knock joke, she doesn't play. I, I'm not. Uh, Jake, I won't participate. Do you do any kind of jokes? Jake, I don't really know any good jokes. None, in fact. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Guess you're not coming to open mic. Who can you recommend to tell me some jokes? The past, present, and future walk into a bar. It was tense. It was what? Tense. Tense. See, so she does know jokes. You had to trick her into it. I had to trick her into telling (laughs) me a joke. You had to corner her. What? (laughs) A bitch. Yeah. I don't know if Siri took the day off yesterday because it was Ladies' Day off. Oh, that's right. (laughs) But uh, it definitely should have. Now, this is something I don't even know. Well, this is not going to give away any uh, any of your material. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say that on stage you describe, uh, you use the words wrong milk. Do I have that right? Yeah. Wrong milk. Mm-hmm. And I have a story for you, Jake, okay, go ahead. about the wrong milk. I do 99.5% of the grocery shopping in mm-hmm. my house. 995 Yeah. And the other day, my wife texted me and said she was on her way to Target, and I was like, oh, Will you get some milk? And there was something else. Whatever. That's not important. I wanted her to get some milk for us. So I didn't have to. She was already going. I didn't. I was planning on going just to get that. Didn't need to. So she was going to get it. She comes home and I, I get home, look in the fridge. I see the milk. And I didn't know how to address this without like sounding like I'm criticizing her. Mm-hmm. So I just said, did you buy skim milk on purpose? And uh-huh. she goes, why? Yeah? Why Why do you ask that? I said, because you bought skim milk? She's like, yeah, that's what we get. I said, honey, never in my life. Right. What's your milk that you get all the 1%. Time? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big, a lot of people, there's 1%, there's 2%, and then there's whole milk. Yeah. Which is actually something like 4%. Is it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's so pretty it's not, thick. Well, it's not that thick. <laughs> my wife likes this milk that comes in a glass bottle that can be recycled oh geez yeah 
and the but there's so there's a four dollar and seventy three cent deposit on the on for, the bottle for probably a half gallon yeah, for that four for something. Gallon. Yeah, and then uh, and then the milk is expensive, and also it has like a big plug in the top of creamy top milk. Oh yeah, glug that you have to kind of surgically scoop out with the no back end of a knife. <laughs> no, yeah. That's what. That's the right milk at our house. This is. It? Yeah. Does that get delivered to the door? Like no, by the no. milkman. Someone has to go get it at the store. Okay. Someone. It's me. Unless, well, she gets that milk a lot. If I'm, oftentimes though, she'll forget to get the milk, and then I'll just be sent to the corner to get the milk, and then that comes in a cardboard container. Yeah. And we just get organic, whole. It's got to be organic. It's got to be organic, because I don't need any. I don't need hormones along with my milk. I've already got enough hormones in my house, if you know what I mean. <laughs> this is a this is a fun thing. This yeah. Is, this is how this is this is <laughs> this is a measurement of uh, something. Anyway, Siri, how tall is Jake Johansson? Let me check that. Here's what I found on the web for how tall is Jake Johansson. Oh, she didn't tell me. Oh, but she knows how old I am. I'm not going to tell you that. And, and she pronounces it Johansson. She does, even though I told her how to say it. <laughs> well, she thinks she doesn't know it's me. <laughs> oh, good point. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You need to spend more time with her and really get to know her. I know I do. I think. And, vice, I know I do. and vice versa, clearly. Did you see that uh, Steve Martin? What do you think of Steve Martin? I think Steve Martin's great. Did you see that he's going to be teaching an online comedy course? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, Steve. I'm going to I'm going to give you a few details on this. I want your okay. opinion. Okay. All right. Comedy legend Steve Martin is going to offer uh, tips, tricks and insights from his 50-year showbiz career in his in his first ever online class uh, set to launch this spring. It's going to be $90, Jake. I can afford it. $90. Um you have access to more than 25 video lessons led by Martin covering topics uh, like finding your comedic voice and nailing an act. He's not going to well, how does how come on? Steve Martin hasn't done a comedy act. This is what I since nineteen seventy something. Yes, right? that's why I think this is odd. It's I'm I've it's beyond odd. Okay, I'm calling bullshit. You're on calling Steve bullshit. Martin. All right, good, good. I feel like, but look, I haven't seen it. Maybe it's great. Hey, I would be curious about it. Ninety dollars seems steep, though. I'm not going to pay ninety dollars out of curiosity. So these are people who actually want get a handle on doing comedy i mean maybe he's going to reveal some secrets i most of these comedy classes i feel like what's happening is people are getting permission to go on stage they feel like look i don't i don't know that i know what i'm doing so i'm going to take this class so then i know what i'm doing and so you know they're good if that's what you need yeah but i i would say if you if that's what you need then listen to me get ready Go sign up for an open mic and go on go on stage. You got as much right to be up there as any of these other dum dums. Mm-hmm. Not to say you should interrupt them and walk on stage during a show, but go sign up if you want to do comedy. Go sign up. Write some 
things that you think are jokes. You don't you don't learn it by taking a class. You don't learn it by writing it and having people read it or doing it in your living room to your wife or girlfriend or best friend yeah. or your dog. You you learn it by going on stage and getting a feel of what the audience how how to relate to them. And so a guy who's experienced doing that is decades old is not the best guy to be giving you advice about doing it, in my opinion. But on the other hand, you can't argue with Steve Martin's success, so maybe he knows something that I don't know. Do I owe you $90 now? No. That was free of charge. I have another online class where I help you get your shit together and... uh, I ha- I'm not ready to launch it yet, but that's going to be quite a bit more expensive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All that's, right. this, this is the free version of that. I'm cr- trying to create a, a ladder of online products. Now, this sounds like Scientology. You're giving no. me the freebies. We have plenty I of classes. Confused. They're only Between... $35. And then you get in there and you find out they're like $1,500 mm-hmm. every other week. I get confused between Scientology and uh, Amway. <laughs> so, because Amway... <laughs> Is not as expensive, but it's also a little bit of a cult, right? I think so. Like you yes. have to deal with the same people all the time. Yeah. You don't go to a store. You go to their garage or their spare room, uh-huh. and then they try and convince you to get a spare room or a garage full of soap and shampoo See? and vitamins that then you sell to somebody else. That's what I think happens. Yeah. And I don't know when they tell you about the aliens who came here and launched the human race by little seeds that they planted. I, I That's what I'm saying. I get confused. I don't know which one is which. I, I, think, I think it fits for both, But they're actually. both good. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Let me tell you something. This echo thing that you brought into your home is you don't know why it's in your house, and it's listening to you. Okay, I was, yes, thank you for bringing that up. That's one of the first things I said to my wife. I'm like, is this, and she actually asked it. Uh, she goes, she said, uh, Alexa, uh, are you listening to everything we say? I don't know how to answer that. Oh. Well, she's listening to hear if you say her name. Now, whether she reports back in or not, but it's a recording device right. that you don't have control of that's connected to them. Yeah. The other place. Yeah. So what are you getting out of it? Look, if you can't figure out who, you know, if you're not paying anything, then you're the product, you know. So I do get that you paid for this thing to come into your house, but it's also analyzing things that you ask it it's analyzing things that you might ask it to order for you and then it's going to start suggesting things it's like when you go on your computer and you see ads on the sidebar for things that you've searched for right it's that's you've invited a thing into your house to listen to you that that's what it wants to do Mm -hmm. it wants to help you buy more stuff and do you really want to buy more stuff? I mean, buying stuff is... I'm not saying... Like I already said, I'm a materialist person. I have material <laughs> possessions. I'm not walking around in a diaper. But I realized the <laughs> other day, I got too much stuff. I got a lot of stuff that I bought, not by accident. I bought it on purpose. But I didn't have a good filter thought process to run everything through before I bought it. And so I got a lot of things now that I'm that I'm trying to get out of my life. Because yeah. I don't need to be taking care of them. Um, they're still useful things to someone else who uses them. I'm trying to make a decision about my golf clubs right now. Oh. That's a real... Just one set? Um, I gave away. I got a second set. When my wife and I got married, I got a second set of golf clubs because I was golfing at the time. And I got her a set, and she was going to golf with me. She took up surfing, and she took up golf. Now, she surfs more than I do now, mm-hmm. but golfing is over. 
She said that. Oh. And so I gave those golf she clubs away. <laughs> because at first I thought, well, maybe my daughter will like those golf clubs. When she gets a little bit older and needs to get a scholarship to college, I'll just take her out to the driving range. Boom. No brainer. But uh, then nice. I realized that was ridiculous. She's 12 years old. If she was going to get a golf scholarship, I'd already have to have her golfing. Yeah. She's already doing enough expensive stuff already that I can't also get her golfing. So those golf clubs are gone. But the other golf clubs, which are my golf clubs, I still have because I'm still in a decision part thing where I'm trying to decide, am I going to golf ever again? It's been a few years since I've golfed. You don't get rid of those. Hmm? Don't get rid of them. You don't get rid of them because it's too much to, exp- to to buy them again if I needed them. It's too There's expensive. a chance you're going to need them again. Get rid of some other stuff. I'm getting rid of some books. I'm getting rid of some clothes. I'm getting rid of some other crap. I'm going through the crap in my office and deciding which crap is me and which crap can go. There you go. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Have you ever had a garage sale? Yes. We're going to have a garage sale, It's I a think. bad idea. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, why? It's a bad idea. <laughs> why? Because are you – how – how broke are you? Uh, not that I'm relying on the money to, like, I need Don't this extra it. It hurts your 200 feelings. Someone's going to come to your house and make you feel like they, they deserve to get something that you know is worth $20, and you've got it priced for $3, and they're going to go, I'll give you 75 cents for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you really, first of all, put it in boxes, take it to the Goodwill, and go out to a nice dinner and say that's what you did. Because you're going to spend all day having this garage sale, and at the end, I my thing was I would rather tie you up and make you watch me burn this than give it to you for 25 cents. <laughs> and so my recommendation would be to box the stuff up and take it to your favorite charity okay. or give, it, give some of the stuff to people who you know need that stuff. Yeah. Give that to those people, your friends. Have, have people come over for dinner parties and go, hey, all this stuff is up for grabs if you want it. And then... If you want to, if I really think it would be more satisfying and a better use of your day to go buy five gallons worth of gas and make a big pile and just burn it in your yard. <laughs> Invite people over, have a barbecue, tell them to bring their shit over and yeah. just burn it All right. right in your yard. You're probably going to get the police and the fire department are going to come over. It's going to be a toxic waste thing and you're going to get charged with some kind of criminal behavior. But that will be better than having a garage sale. Okay. <laughs> I uh, now I'm second guessing that decision. Yeah, well, <laughs> I like that that speech that the that that speech made you second guess the decision. Not like, look, I'm calling my wife and we're not doing this. You're just like, look, okay. Could you hit pause on the recording? I need to cancel this immediately. <laughs> I going... already have a draft on Craigslist ready to advertise this. No, I don't. I don't actually. Mm. But there is, but I, I am serious. There, there has been talk of the garage sale and no early birds. Do you know to put that on there? Because people will show up when you say it starts at eight. People will show up at six o'clock. Oh yeah, I, um, I actually, my dad is actually a big um, garage sailor. He hosts two a year at his house, and because he's not real good on the computer, he sends me the info and then I post it for him. Why don't you take all your stuff over to his garage? Because there's no room. He's over. He has so much stuff; it's overflowing. What do you mean he's over? So he, if he doesn't sell it, he puts it back in the garage. Yeah. Oh, my oh Jake, god. it's it's a whole. Oh it's, my god. Oh my god. Not just no, but he's retired, so this is stuff he's like bought recently to try to like resell some of the stuff. Is it's not just old junk that my parents had or that was mine or my sister's. <sighs> it's like. Yeah, it's a whole nother thing. Oh, I know, I, your head hurts I now. I thought I was trying to help the listeners with their medical colon problems, and now 
I realize we got to go do an intervention with your dad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Does he get – you'd only live – it's just this one life. You only have this one life. And so how you spend your Saturdays, that's it. Those are the only Saturdays you're going to get, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I asked him if he could find me. I wanted – remember, uh, you probably had them in, your, in, the, in the house when you were growing up. Maybe you have them now, the TV trays, like mm-hmm. the collapsible, you know, with yep. the shitty legs. Yeah. So I wanted a set of those. They're not as easy to find as they probably were. Are you in kidding the 70s me? They're not as easy to find. Not brand new, certainly. So my dad was on. Go get. When you get home, <laughs> you go right in that room with your Echo and you ask it, where can I get some good TV trays? Well, we got some now. Yeah, no kidding, you do. We got some now. My do. wife found some. But in between the time that I asked my dad if he could find me some, and then, uh, and then when he actually delivered some, my wife bought us an, a nice set. Mm-hmm. But about a month ago, actually, it was, uh, it was around Christ- it was Christmas. We're, we're opening presents, and then it, this happens every year now. When my since my dad has started buying old junk and whatnot to resell, mm-hmm. uh, we everybody opens presents, and then when that's done, then he goes into the basement and grabs like the extra stuff that he didn't wrap just kind of like picked up at a thrift store like because i think Uh you want this so he brings up this set of uh tv trays that were so flimsy and so ugly my my wife immediately was like no absolutely not you're not bringing those home you're Uh absolutely not bringing those home plus we already have some what would you do with them then there's me who feels like bad if i say dad i don't need him anymore so instead i pull my dad to the side i'm like you just hold on to him for a while and then bring him over to my house in like a couple months and that's what he did and my wife just found them uh, a week ago i had stashed them in the basement in a back room now i have no uh plans of actually using these tv trays but i but because i asked my dad two years ago to find me some then he finally did your head hurts i know you're in some kind of politeness hell right now yes because you shouldn't have to make your dad feel better by accepting tv trays that you don't need that then you have to hide from your wife in the basement yeah this is a he probably spent three dollars on you're gonna wind up getting a divorce to make your dad feel better this is just the worst i know know. justin come on man i know i know i i they will be donated back to probably where they came from, which is, you know, a thrift store. Goodwill yeah. probably already had them, and they're going to get them back. Yeah. You know what this goes – you know what the guilt – my guilt goes back to for this? and why, I know where it comes from because when I was growing up, my grandparents lived in a small town about an hour north of the Twin Cities that you couldn't get – like when I asked for certain toys or stuff for Christmas, they couldn't – they didn't have a Target or, you know, like a, the major department stores to go find them. It was like uh-huh. the Sear or J.C. Penny catalog or right. nothing, really. Right. So one – you know, I was – it was one of those years where I was, you know, asking for Star Wars toys, right? Yeah. It's Christmas. I open up uh, my gifts and I open one up and instead of being like a legit uh, – Star Wars action figure. It was an eraser. It was an Ewok eraser. I'll never forget this. That my grandma probably bought it. You know, like Pamita or one Ben Franklin, like the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, corner drugstore. Uh-huh. Thinking like, oh, I'm Justin like Star Wars. But that was the best that she could do. That's the best that she could do. Right. But when I opened it at that age, I know, and I know for a fact, I didn't hide the fact of how disappointed I was. And you I, were a child. I know. 
But I think I carry that with me. Like I should have been more appreciative. I should have been more appreciative for what she Do did. Do you know what the answer is when your father says, "Hey, whatever happened to those TV trays I gave you?" What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. You just go, "I don't know." Okay. No, that's the answer. That's the answer. That's what my daughter says. Hey, where's my where's my uh, my little pony? I go, I don't know. <laughs> you know, she doesn't know. I don't know. Why do I have to know? Yeah. Do I have to know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I really don't know. After I took it to the Goodwill, I don't know what happened to it. Where, where's our dog? He went for a long walk. I don't know. He's not coming yeah. back. Yeah. Could be heaven. I don't know. Yeah. Worst case scenario, it's heaven, let's say. There you go. But probably not. I don't know. So, that dog might have learned how to play the banjo and is touring pubs across Europe. Mm-hmm. Although I, f- I think if there was a banjo-playing dog... Even doing little small, small bar gigs in Europe, we would know. Mm-hmm. You like to think that. You like to think that. But is it true? I would like to think that would come across my Facebook ta- news feed and someone would have that embedded If there's a banjo video. playing dog, you want to make sure you get to go see it while it's still playing little ba- bars because that dog is going to be playing arenas eventually. And then you're going to be sorry. Well, how about the monkey that rides on the – there's the water skiing monkey and then there's the monkey that rides on the back of um, – uh, what is it? Is it dogs or something? They yeah. they, they do it sure. at Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Whiplash the monkey. Yeah, yeah. Famous. I feel like a if there was a banjo playing dog and a banjo playing monkey, and I said which one of those is the most impressive to a hundred people, they would all say the banjo playing dog is more impressive than the banjo playing <laughs> monkey, true. and so. I don't know what size venues the banjo-playing monkey is going to be playing, (laughs) but I guarantee you that banjo-playing dog is going to be able to book himself on a tour of arenas. Yeah. Maybe guarantee is a bit strong, but but there's going to be a lot of interest. The the monkey could open. I mean, how does the dog even do it? How, how does What kind of a pedicure does the dog have to get its claws out of the way that it can push down the strings with its little pads, right? right? right. And, then, uh, and then the other side, is it finger, finger, <laughs> fingernail picking? Like, what kind of dexterity <laughs> does that other dog pull? We've never seen a uh-uh. dog no. manipulate its paws in this way before. Might even get the tail involved. Whereas monkeys, I mean, if you told me the monkey learned how to type War and Peace, I'd go, wow, he didn't. I thought this was just a random theoretical thing. Right. But now a monkey actually does it every it would be a super long show and you get tired of it like at first you would you would be really paying attention like the monkey is going to type war and peace let's give him a nice round of applause and he would start and he'd get a couple pages in and you'd be like look i i don't need to see the rest of this i'm satisfied yeah but the banjo playing dog you're gonna listen to however many songs that thing can play that's true thing that thing that was mean let's not talk about our dogs that way mm. he or she he or she yeah not it that's true that, that's very true I'm going on a guy's weekend this weekend, Jake. Really? When's the last time you did a guy's weekend? Um, I have not. A guy's weekend is not something that I've done, I, I don't think, since I've been married. Because I'm already on what my wife would describe as a guy's weekend. I mean, it's just me. I'm yeah. gone. I'm, I'm doing whatever I want, and I'm away from her. Yeah. If then I came home and said, look, on one of the two weekends while I'm home out of the month, I'm going to go with a bunch of other men for that weekend. <laughs> And then she would say, is there something that you want to tell me about you and your sexuality? Because I am a lady, and I'm going to be naked in our bed every night while you're away at your guy weekend. (laughs) And I would say, okay, now that you put it that way, Uh I'm not going on the guy weekend. Yeah. 
But I did. I have gone out for guy night, okay. which is you just go to a bar and meet a couple guys and have some beer. Yeah, and I'm I'm okay for that. But it's it's also not my. Anyway, where are you going on your guy weekend? Uh, it's a, a friend of mine has some uh, a place on a lake about an hour from here, mm-hmm. and he's been doing. This is the first year I'm going to go on this trip. He's been doing it for I don't know. 10 years let's say what do you do with the group well that's the thing so when he first told me about it he said it was a snowmobiling weekend uh Uh, you've looked outside there's no snow i don't own a snowmobile so that was already out of the question uh but then when i got the update the other day when he gave me the directions i go hey you know you mentioned snowmobiling he goes that's just what we tell our wives there's no snowmobiling it hasn't happened in like eight of the last 10 years there's so what do you do what do you do i think it's just going to be a lot of uh drinking and uh gambling i think he told me to show up with a lot of one dollar bills now if i said that to my wife she would think that we're going to a strip club um there's no strip clubs where we're going uh it's he was telling me all these games that we're going to play for you know where the ante's a dollar two dollars three dollars four dollars i just can't imagine going I, I guess it depends. You, if it's guys, do you have friends with? Are you friends with all the other guys? Do you know all the nope. other guys? Nope. So they're his friends. Yep. And so do you, you must really like him and trust his judgment. Yeah. Uh, another uh, a mutual friend of ours is flying into town from Florida, like one of mm-hmm. my best buddies. So that is definitely a He's very attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, drinking, are there, is there, well, you can watch a little bit of sports. I just can't imagine playing poker and betting and. You know, what kind of are you going to cook some meals? Or are you going to go out for all your meals? Or are you just going to eat cold cuts? Has he go, has he gone to Costco and bought just a bunch? He of- has actually. In fact, he said that uh, it used to be. I told I used to tell everybody just to you know bring something to share. He goes, and then his, the exact quote is: then these pricks would show up with the big container of potato salad from the grocery store, and that'd be gone in five minutes. He goes, so now I buy everything and just ask for money. Hmm. So he's got it worked out. Yeah. So it is. There's some some organization. I yeah, I don't know. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't come home with a bunch of soap and vitamins. I mean, sounds like this could be an Amway picnic <laughs> to me, <laughs> or the I, man version of Amway. Uh, like you just get a bunch of. He signs you up for subscription razors and shave cream. Yeah, and right. Beef jerky. I'm and on whiskey. whiskey of the month yeah. club now. Yeah, I don't even like whiskey. Why? Why? And I can't afford it. Yeah, that 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 could very well be. That's very possible. But I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you on stage last night brought out um, your DVDs and CDs. You've traveled along with. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier in this yeah. in this conversation about the gift shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got DVDs and CV, CDs of performances that I did that I made. Sort of, I made the first CD as a like, well, this is what everybody's doing is making CDs, and then. And then I realized, oh, this is a good way to archive your material so that you know that you did it. You know what it sounds like. Other people can listen to it if they want. Maybe you make a little bit of money. And then so now, though, I do believe in doing that. I do believe in making a CD or, or a video of a special so that then you can move on from that material to something else. But the actual thing, the object, the DVD, the CD, those are now – I I ordered – I have more of them than I think that I'm going to be able to sell before people don't want them anymore. I mean, it's already happening. People come up to me after the show and go, the show was great, but I don't have a DVD player, you know. So if you still have one, please visit my website, shakethis.com, and order as many as you think you can store in your house. 
I mean, you have to pay for them. <laughs> right, right. But you Don't can then sell part. them on to someone else. Yeah. I mean, I'm running my own little personal Is there a garage sale resale value on those? I don't think so. But you can give them as gifts to elderly people who still have DVD players. Before we're done, how was your podcast going? I listened to the one with – I just finally got to meet Greg Barrent within the last year. He did a week here and was on the podcast. So I listened to the episode of your podcast with Greg from beginning of February, I believe it was. Yeah, he's been on my podcast several times. And because I've known him for a long time, sure. and so when he comes over, we just we have a conversation into the thing. Um, so the podcast is doing pretty well. People people are listening to it. I'm enjoying doing it. Um, I think it's 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 like a social media thing that you do for your fans. Like if you like listening to me talk to people, then you can listen to me talk to people on my podcast. And then if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to all of it. And they're funny. Sometimes they're informative. I, it's not like. Um, we were talking about Tim Ferriss's podcast, which is great. Yeah. Um, but his are very informative. You're getting information that can help you to live your life. I don't. That may happen during my podcast, but that's not what I'm. I'm trying to just have a funny, entertaining conversation that you can listen to while you're doing some other thing that you're doing. There, there, there could be accidental medical advice, but but you know, it's the more you do it, the more people listen to it, and the more people listen to it, the more you want to do it, and then. Hopefully those people come out to see a show and then they say, hey, I listen to your podcast and go, well, isn't this great? We're in the same room right now. You know, let's hug. Have you seen my Facebook Live? <laughs> for Lent? Yeah. yeah, for Lent. My Lent. It turns out that there's 40 days of Lent, as you may or may not know, but then there's sure. four other days that are the Sundays. They don't count the Sundays. So Lent altogether is something like 44 days long, So, which is not to complain. I thought I was signing up for 40 <laughs> days and now it's 44 days. Because it's a, but it is a ten percent add-on. You know, true. So, uh-huh. um, so I'm in for the, I'm in for the duration. Anyway, thanks for, thanks for having me on this podcast. I hope that I've helped at least one person decide to not get a colonic and a, one other separate person to not get a garage sale. But if you're the same person who's decided not to do both of those things. All I can say to you is jackpot. Yes. High five. Yes. Right? Come out to the show with the money that you, uh, you know, like you were saying, skip the garage sale, go out and celebrate. Skip the garage sale, go out and celebrate at a Jake Johansson show well, at Acme. Well, you're going to bust your butt all day at that garage sale for, if, if, if a couple, you'd be lucky to make $100 at a garage sale for all day sitting outside arguing with people who are trying to hurt your feelings. It's not worth it. I once, uh, I once was walking through a garage sale, and this is within the last five years, so it's not like you know, ancient story here. And I watched a woman try to haggle over the price of. It was an old, you know, like a senior citizen selling to another, potentially selling to another senior citizen. One mm-hmm. of those nighties, like a nightgown. We're all going to potentially be senior citizens. A, a muumu. Yeah. She was trying to to get a quarter off the price, and I think it was at a dollar fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of if you feel like you would enjoy that conversation, being on one side or the other. Yeah, knock yourself out. But uh, I, I feel like you put that stuff in a box, you drive it to the goodwill, you get a receipt, you take it off your taxes. That's right. That's You're right. Happy. That's right. Uh, anything else we should be mentioning, Jake? That you have going on um, or anything? JakeThis.com, the Jake This podcast. Uh, you know, come and see me at a comedy club near you or 
or pr produce a show in your town, and I'll fly in. There you and go. Do it. Yeah. We'll have fun. There's a lot of ways we can enjoy each other. I'm not all about the money right now, but I do have to. I can't leave the house for zero money. I can't be flying to Pennsylvania to do a show for funsies. My wife is not going to sign off on <laughs> funsies. that. Funsies. I'm not allowed to go and do guy night, okay? So I can't be going on the road unless I make a certain amount of money. It's not like I'm a whore, but it's like I'm a whore. Yeah. I have to, before I'm, before I'm putting my pants on, except I put my pants on when I'm doing my job. There you go. Unlike whores who take their pants off. <laughs> I put my pants on to go to work. <laughs> Funsies, if it's not, should be the name of a comedy club as well, don't you think? Yeah, well, f for Funsies and Keepsies, that's, <laughs> those are the two, if you remember those from childhood. <laughs> for Funsies. Yeah, I don't know if people even play Funsies and Keepsies marbles anymore. I don't know. I never wanted to play for Keepsies. No. You know why? Loser. I'm a loser. <laughs> I, would get, I would lose all my marbles, and I don't have enough marbles. <laughs> That is in um, has so many meanings. Losing your marbles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's a perfect way to stop. Come see Jake. Uh, thanks for doing the show again. Well, we only have to do you and I have to do this forty two more times, and we will tie your Letterman number. So Great. let's keep going here. Great. And if you have that echo thing in your house, when you're not using it, unplug it and put it in a drawer so it can't spy on you. Don't keep it in your bedroom. Do not. Keep no, no. It in your bedroom. No, no. Okay. Oh, it's not in the bedroom. Okay. Thanks, Jake. Thank you.